Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It was on this date in uh, 1980, uh, John Lennon was murdered outside his uh, place in New York City. The Dakota. Horrible. Um, I remember that day so well. I was only 13 years old. Uh, But my sister popping in my room and going, oh, my God, a beetle died. Right. That's what I. And then she explained, you know, who it was. It was really, really um, obviously a very sad situation. And at that time, look, Paul McCartney is Pretty well known, obviously. Um, But even as Howard Cosell mentions it, and we'll play uh, some of that for you, but like he was probably at that point in time the most well known of the Beatles. Oh, sure. Um, Not that the others weren't. He was a fixture in New York City because he lived in New York City for a long time in the Dakota apartment building. And uh, Mark David Chapman, the man who shot and killed Lennon, actually got his autograph when he was coming out of the Dakota originally, because Lennon was going to the studio, I guess, to do right, like to a do little rap session. He came back from there, and Chapman was waiting, and that's yeah, when he shot him to death. It's just crazy. Yeah. It really, truly is. So, speaking of football, as we were before, this whole news was breaking during a Monday night football game. Yep. Howard Cosell was uh, one of the announcers. So the weird thing is, obviously, like this is breaking news, but you also have a football game which was down to like the last few seconds. So they're trying to show, you know, the nation the game, but also talk about this tragedy that had happened in New York City. So we're going to play for you here. You'll hear Howard Cosell during this game. Who was playing? Do you remember the It was the Miami Dolphins and the New England Patriots. Neither team was particularly good, but uh, that was the Monday night game. That was the Monday night in game. This division matchup, nonetheless. Yeah, this was the uh, the what we heard if you were watching that game, and how the nation learned about the death of John Lennon. So we'll play that John for you. Smith is on the line, and I don't care what's on the line, Howard. You have got to say what we know in the booth. Yes, we have to say it. Remember, this is just a football game. No matter who wins or loses, an unspeakable tragedy confirmed to us by ABC News in New York City. John Lennon, outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York City, the most famous, perhaps, of all of the Beatles, shot twice in the back, rushed to Roosevelt Hospital, dead on arrival. Hard to go back to the game after that news flash, which in duty found we have to tell. Frank? Indeed it is. Three seconds remain. John Smith. Up the hands of Rose, the tight end. Alertly, Nat Moore got the touchdown. They blocked the field goal attempt of John Smith. Now they back 
quickly there. It was number 85, Julius Adams. Train of a yard. It'll be third and seven. In case the folks missed the earlier news flash, ABC News has confirmed that John Lennon, a member of the famed Beatles, may be the best known member, was shot twice in the back outside of his apartment building in the west side of New York tonight, rushed to the Roosevelt Hospital, dead on arrival. An unspeakable tragedy, details on Nightline, 30 minutes after the end. Just awful. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the news uh, being broken by Howard Cosell while they were uh, broadcasting that football game on that Monday night. This was uh, on this day in 1980, so we're talking about 43 years ago. There's a series, a docu-series on right now. I think it's Apple um, Television Plus. It's um, the premiere uh, talking about this in great detail. And basically the whole thing, it's called John Lennon Murder Without a Trial. It's a three-part docuseries. It's narrated by Kiefer Sutherland. Mm. There are interviews with eyewitnesses and reviews that uh, had not been seen before um, looking at the investigation into the murder and conviction conviction of his confessed killer, uh, Mark David Chapman. And uh, this was just, you know, it seemed like such a a waste in so many ways. Of course, anytime there's murder, it's a waste. It's terrible. Um, But there were, you know, he was talking about talking about Chapman. You know, I I did this because I wanted more people to watch to read The Catcher in the Rye. I was one of his reasons of many reasons yeah, that very he would much talk of a about. Disconnect with reality there, right? So basically, this uh, docu series will center almost entirely on this night in 1980 when Lennon was fatally shot. Uh, the director's three-part series, they say, is uh, mostly just putting the viewer squarely in the middle of a real-life horror story. Um, and I'm looking at one of the reviews. Narrator Kiefer Sutherland strikes the right tone of equanimity, and while there are aspects of the police procedural, the series doesn't play like a true crime doc to which you've become accustomed and desensitized. Um, but they talk about the fact that Mark David Chapman's assassination of Lennon, one of the most sensational crimes of modern times because of the victim himself and the deep wound that it left on the world. Right. I mean, this is something that really deeply affected uh, people. No question. Right. Um, so they did lots of interviews uh, of those who played either major or minor parts in the events of that day. They talked to cab drivers, one who witnessed the murder, another who had earlier transported the suspect. Chapman. Uh, they talked to ER nurses and front desk staffers at the Dakota where they lived. And you heard, you will hear from uh, defense and prosecuting lawyers, beat cops, detectives, doctors, and psychiatrists. Um, so, I mean, we all know pretty much the story and the ensuing right. story afterwards, but I guess this is to take you on that day to that. I think the only words that he had said after that was, I've been shot. Yeah. And that's the only words, the last words. Mm-hmm. Of John Lennon. It's interesting, though, with Howard Cosell breaking the news because he had a close relationship with John Lennon five years earlier when he had a show called Saturday Night Live with Howard Cosell. He tried to talk to John Lennon and reunite the Beatles for that first episode. And uh, he didn't rule it out, but he ruled it out for that particular day. And he left the meeting early. He went over to the Museum of Modern Art and ran into Yoko. 
And they had been separated for a while. So Howard Cosell managed, couldn't manage to get the Beatles together, but he inadvertently got John and Yoko back together. I thought that, wasn't John Lennon also interviewed on Monday Night Football back in 1974? I think that Uh, I read that. It was at the Rams game, Monday Night game, at the Coliseum. And John Lennon was in the booth at halftime. And so was a certain California governor named Ronald Reagan. Oh, boy. So that must have been an interesting conversation, talking football. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.